So this is a big podcast for multiple reasons. Number one, uh, like we talked about last week, um, it's officially time to start really talking playoffs. Yep. But this is also the first podcast where you are the leader in the clubhouse for our picks. Yeah, um, I want to thank all those who have stuck with me all these years. Um, I thank our, you know, our production manager and uh, all the people in the booth. That just really, you know, it's actually it's just us. So it is. But hey, it's nice to see your face in person yeah, again. Yeah. Um, after a crazy couple of weeks, uh, we're finally able to get back, sit in a room together, um, and sit and talk with all of you. Um, I, I think just in recap, uh, a great weekend of football. Yeah. This weekend. Um, interesting results all around, I think is fair to say. Um, some surprising in a good way, some surprising in a bad way, and some ties. Um, <laughs> but I, I think the first thing that jumps out at us this week, just the amount of quarterback injuries. Yeah. Um, to contending teams. Like, the, right. this is not, you know, uh, I hate salt, like a Justin Fields or an Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. I, we are talking teams who are very much alive in the playoffs. You look at Lamar getting hurt, Jimmy G getting hurt, Tua getting hurt. Um, that These are substantial <laughs> injuries moving forward. Right. And this is the time of year if you're an NFL can. You know, playoff contender, you are trying your best to keep your team healthy. Um, you have teams getting healthy at the right time. You have teams that are getting beat up at the wrong time. Um, so you look at Lamar. Um, comes out, he's going to be out one to three weeks. That's a big one to three weeks. Now, is Josh Hudley a, a guy that can lead this football team? You know, eh, maybe. And, but. and I would say if you look at the Ravens, like, okay, your next three, Steelers, who, listen, Steelers are 5-7. and seven. They're not playing horrible football. They, they can't really score the ball. <clears throat> right. Uh, the Browns, they look rather stiff. And then the Falcons. So, again, yes, he's out three games. But again, those are three games that I think that Baltimore defense could win you. Yeah, and I, I said Josh is Tyler Hudley, but um, I again, this is a situation if you're Baltimore. Baltimore has a good defense. Is their defense enough? Now, yeah, your defense was enough to beat the Denver Broncos. Is your defense going to be enough? And as you said, I think the Steelers team is a much improved football team. This is not a team that's just going to roll over and die. This is a team that's going to fight. This is a team that's going to find ways to score points. Do you have enough on the offensive side of the ball to score points? Bateman, IR. Jackson, out. You have, you know, Gus Edwards now as your starting running back. I think Baltimore is getting injured at the wrong time. And I think that this is going to cost them a chance to win this division. And I think if you move another that could cost a team a chance to win the division, the Jimmy G injury 
Yes. I So you look at their next couple of games, and this is where Tampa, and again, it's not so much how many points is Tampa is Tampa going to score, but how many points are you going to be able to score against that Tampa defense? Right. At Seattle, against the Commanders. Right. Again, like you're looking at three teams who are either playoff teams or are right in that playoff hunt. And like you and I have talked about, that game next Thursday could very well be for the division title. Right. Like, I mean, it's, you know, the second to last division game for the Niners where I it's, it's a must-win game. And now you're looking at it as possible without Jimmy G. Um, but then you also counteract that with the 49ers defense, for all intents and purposes, shut down Miami. Right. That This defense might be one of the best in football. Um, now, you look at this division. Who would have thought, first off, looking at this division, that it was only going to be a two-horse race here coming down to the home stretch? And that one of those horses was not going to be the L.A. Rams. Right. And the L.A. Rams are basically eliminated from all playoff contention at yes. this point. So, again... Did you see who they signed today? Yeah, that, I was, that, that was my next point. I was waiting for San Francisco to hop on that, to be honest with you. I, I thought Baker Mayfield was, you know, the relationship maybe with CMC would bring him to San Francisco. Um, but uh, I very weird signing to me for yes. the Rams. It's almost like just to keep people in the seats, almost. Which I, they struggle to do anyways. Right. I mean, that, that's the thing about playing out there in L.A., I think like when you look at the Rams, and really you look at the NFC West as a whole, none of these teams are blowing me away. Like, oh, they're fantastic. Like, if I look at the NFC, I honestly think that you could give me those four teams in the NFC East, and it, I think one of those four teams is going to be your NFC champion. Right. And so, here we go, Josh. I'm going to... As one would say, hold your foot to the fire. Okay. I think the two most intriguing races coming down the stretch here. That I, I, intriguing not as like, oh, this is going to be fantastic and entertaining. Because if you're going to ask me what's going to be the most entertaining, I would probably tell you the AFC East when it comes down to Buffalo and Miami and J- the Jets. Um you know, you also look at, uh, again, entertaining, quote-unquote, but just a snooze fest of the NFC South. But to me, who are you going to pick now? San Francisco loses their quarterback. Seattle with Geno Smith has been playing great of late. Who wins this division? I still think it's San Francisco because... I think defense wins in December and January. Right. And I still, like, I look at this Seattle team. They they can't really stop people. I mean, they gave up 40 points to the Rams. I mean, that, that's the thing that we can't forget. This was a team that a week ago gave up 40 at home to right. LA. Right. Or to Las Vegas. Right. Like, that's not good. Right. And I think that they're very, very vulnerable. And if you look, the Seahawks have to play 
Carolina on Sunday, that should be a win. Then it's the short week with the Niners. Then they have to go to Kansas City against the Jets in week 16 and 17. Right. Like, that, you're going to drop one, if not both, of those games. Whereas, on the other hand, I pull up the 49ers, and it's the Bucks. okay, tough. Then it's Seattle. Then it's home against the Commanders in Vegas, which that'll that that'll be a home game, right? And then home against the Cardinals. So I look at that. That's a much more favorable schedule for the Niners, right? Than it is for the Seahawks. So I'm going to take the Niners. Yeah, I'm taking that division. I'm taking the Niners as well. Um, but I do think it can get interesting down the stretch. Oh, correct. And then now, you know, touching on Lamar's injury. The way Cincinnati, which we're going to touch on here in a moment, the way Cincinnati performed against the Kansas City Chiefs, are the Cincinnati Bengals getting healthy at the right time? And does that pan out for them to be the champions of the AFC North? Again, so, and for me, it all looks at who do you play your last couple of games? So, Bengals. Cleveland at home should be fine. Got to go to Tampa. Yeah, tough. never never easy. Got to go to New England. Going to be tough. Host the Bills, tough. Host the Ravens, tough. Like those last 4 weeks for the like okay, like it, strap it up, let's yeah, go. Yeah, that whole like, oh, well it's out there in front. You're right, it is. And that that might be the hardest closing schedule. In the NFL. Right, because you look at the Baltimore Ravens. At at Pittsburgh, not not great, not but not awful. At Cleveland, not great, but not awful. At home against Atlanta, at home against Pittsburgh, on the road against Cincinnati. Again, we say this all the time. If you're a NFL fan, now if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan or a Baltimore Ravens fan, you're hoping they have this wrapped up. Before January 8th. That is key. If you are a NFL football fan. You hope it's not. You hope that week 18 is a play-in game for the AFC North crown. That is what you are praying for to happen. We are all praying for that to happen. And I think Lamar's injury makes these last five weeks for the Ravens a little bit more difficult than what they should be. And I see a world where we could have a playing game in the last week due to Cincinnati's tough last five games. Yeah, and it's again, it's all about who you play and when you play them. Yeah. Um, but I, jumping in to the actual games, I mean, it's almost like a franchise thing now that Kansas City just can't beat the Bengals. Is this? Going to haunt can I mean, now, most surprising part of this game for me, when is the last time that you watched a Kansas City Chiefs football game and Travis Kelsey did not get a single target in the first half? Yeah. When, have, when is the last time that you have seen that? Um... I, I don't think I don't think ever. Right. Kansas City did not target Travis Kelsey once. Do you think it's because they just didn't want to? I don't think so. I think it has something to be said about that Cincinnati Bengals defense. Well, the it, game plan really panned out. 
for that. And I think if you're Cincinnati, it's all it, you're in their head now. I mean, you know, you look like certain players have certain teams who, you know, for a while it was Peyton and Tom. Like no matter what happened, Peyton could not beat Tom Brady, no matter how good he was. Like I, there's something there now where Kansas City just can't beat the Bengals. And again, if you're an NFL fan, you hope the our the dream scenario for us again. To me, is Kansas City and Buffalo in the AFC Championship? Yeah, here's what. So, if if the playoffs were to start today, you'd have the Bengals going to Tennessee, and then the winner of that probably playing. But again, like if they were today, then um, Miami would play Baltimore. I don't know who's winning that football game. Right. I I don't. And so you look at the AFC. And I mean, the one thing that I don't want is a first-round matchup of Baltimore or uh, Buffalo, Kansas City. Whoever doesn't get that one seed in Cincinnati, I don't right. like. That's worst case. That right. needs to be a divisional round mm-hmm. game. Yes. Once you get there, okay, fine, whatever. Right. Um, but I mean, I think if you're Kansas City, like it's time to look in the window. You know, now fact is, you're no longer. The one seed. You're no longer the one seed. That's Buffalo now. Right. Um, so I just, I think it's time for these AFC, like, it's now crunch time. Yeah, absolutely. This is playoff pushing at its finest. You have to start playing your best football right now because you need to solidify yourself as a playoff football team. And again, Kansas City slipping up this game in against Kansas City or against Cincinnati could cause them... That playoff seeding that is also very important, you know, you, you always say that it didn't matter for the Packers. I think it matters in the AFC. I think it matters for Kansas City. When you play Kansas City at Arrowhead, it's not called it, Arrowhead it, it's anymore, a, it's, right? Yeah, G-H-E-A. I'm calling it Arrowhead. When you play them at Arrowhead, it is just a tough environment, especially when it's cold in yep. January. That makes it tough. And I think if you look at all of this, another reality that NFL fans need to face, the Detroit Lions are only two games out of the playoffs right now. And think about this if you're the Lions. You had a three-point loss to the Eagles week one. A four-point loss to the Vikings week three. A three-point loss to the Seahawks week four. Four-point loss to the Dolphins. They're so... A three-point loss to the Bills. They're so close. They're so close. Um, th- This team will be there. Like, And probably the thing that I'm most happy about is for Dan Campbell. Right. I... Because last year he coached so hard and just the results weren't there. I finally for this Detroit franchise, the results seem to be showing up. Right. They they just shellacked the Jaguars. Yep. And for us, outside of the NFL analysts part of this, if that's what we could call ourselves, NFL an- analysts. For our own fandom's sake, this is not good. No, no. Because 
I mean, the Vikings, again, whether you want to call them frauds or the actual title contenders or not, I mean, they're the current number two seed in the NFC. You have the Lions, who are definitely on the rise. The NFC North, I, it's going to be a tough division. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a prediction. The NFC North next year NFC East is the year. NFC East this year. I think it's one of the most balanced divisions in all football next we'll, year. We'll get into that. Because um, I disagree. Another thing I disagree with. The fact that Deshaun Watson's playing football. He looked not good. He looked a little stiff. I, you know, I... A little, like he needed... You know, I, I'm never... I There will always be... Like, my fantasy football name is Deshaun in parentheses, or in quotations, chiropractor, because I tried to put... In ESPN said no. Yeah, I tried to put Deshaun's massage parlor, but it said no. And I said, <laughs> there's no cursing or anything in there. What's wrong with that? So, I, I guess, first of all, like, this game was just, is a horrible football game to watch. I mean, just not fun. There was no real... No. Intrigued there. Um, what's funny is they said that they sold 67,000 tickets. There were not 67,000 people at that football game. Um, they might have all been some of Deshaun's <laughs> victims, I guess. But I, anyways, I think the important thing is he didn't look good. And on the former Cleveland quarterback front, Baker Mayfield. Um, we touched on it a little bit. In, I'll call it shocking. I, it is very shocking. News, the Panthers cut Baker Mayfield. I I don't think Baker was the problem in Carolina. There's a lot of problems. Th- there's Carolina. a ton of problems in Carolina. And But again, like we look at the Jets. The Jets, shrunk, what, who's the first person we blame? Zach Wilson. We right. Zach, which, okay. Mike White came out and shown out. Right. So maybe there was something there. But I Baker gets cut, gets signed today by the Rams. Um, if this doesn't pan out in on some team, are we putting Baker Mayfield's name in the same conversation as Ryan Leaf? Yeah. I mean, you have. But again, like, here's. In college. Baker was never a pass-first court. Like, how many... Okay, let me throw another name out there. Tim Tebow. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, the similarities between Baker and Tim Tebow are eerily similar. Right. They're eerily similar. And I just don't know if guys... Because neither one of them were super fast. Like, you look... Okay, your dual-threat quarterbacks... Have to be fast. Right. Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson are the two who I'm going to with that. That okay, they might not be the best pocket passers, but they're going to make up for it with their speed. I mean, they're a de facto running back who can throw. Or a guy like Josh Allen, who's incredible in the pocket, but can also move a little bit. Right. Like vintage Aaron Rodgers was. Patty Mahomes, again, fits into that first category. Neither one of these guys were ever fast enough to be that way. And they were never good enough passers to make that a huge threat either. Right. So, 
Do we think that Baker plays himself into a job no. next year? I don't think so. I just I think you're looking at and you know he he said I'm not going to be a backup quarterback. Well, until you prove otherwise, you're a backup quarterback. Right. So, let's go down the list right now of starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Are you going to start him just yes or no? Lamar Jackson. No. Josh Allen. No. Joe Burrow. No. Deshaun Watson. No. Russell Wilson. Okay. Mm. Davis Mills. Yes. Matt Ryan. Yes. Trevor Lawrence. No. Patrick Mahomes. No. Derek Carr. No. Justin Herbert. No. Tua. No. Mac Jones. Nope. Mike White. Maybe. Kenny Pickett. No. Ryan Tannehill. No. Marcus Mariota. Mm, no. Kyler Murray. No. They already said no to Sam Darnold. Justin Fields. Definitely not. Dak Prescott. Definitely not. Jared Goff. Nope. Aaron Rodgers. Nope. Or Jordan Love. Nope. Okay. When he's healthy, Matt Stafford. Nope. Kurt Thuggins. Definitely not at noon. Andy Dalton. Nope. Hey, I'm telling you right now, Andy Dalton looked great Monday night. No. Daniel Jones. No. Jalen Hurts. No. When healthy, Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. No and no. Jimmy Smith. Geno Smith. No. Tom Brady. No. Taylor Heineke. Definitely not. Okay, so like that that's where you're at with Baker. Right. I I'm telling you right now, I just am not a Baker Mayfield fan. I'm not either. I am I am not. You know, I'll I'll jump on the Chris Collinsworth train when it comes to Baker Mayfield. I just think he's a better version of Johnny Mansell. Yep. Like he's not as bad of a guy. Correct. He's not a nut job. And just makes poor mistakes. But I just don't see a world in which Baker Mayfield finds himself as a starting quarterback again. He had his chances. And it didn't work. No, it didn't work out. So um, Something that is working out. The Philadelphia Eagles defense. Fantastic. I mean, Sunday. okay. We, we are now... 14 weeks into the 13 weeks into the NFL season. Can we like they're the best team in football, right? Maybe. I I mean, I I think they're most I, I get you still go by oh well they're playing close games. They're not really blowing people out. It's it's just you know what this team reminds me a lot of Josh the team that nobody ref- and they refuse to buy into this team the 2018 Chicago Bears because their defense is tough but i think their offense is better than the well, I mean Jalen Hurts has already thrown for 3000 yards i agree that 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 offense is better but what i'm saying is not that they are similar in performance but similar it's in almost like we can't perception. Believe, yeah, we can't believe that this team is actually good. That's exactly how it was with the Bears in 2018. Even when they beat the Rams, who the Rams were prevent like a powerhouse team, and the they beat the tar out of them on Sunday night, didn't allow them to score a touchdown. 
Still after that, no one bought into the Bears. And I still feel like there are people that do not believe in the Philadelphia Eagles. Am I one of them? Meh. I, be- I think they're a good football team. But I am just, I'm the guy, I'm just waiting for something bad to happen. Right, and I think that there's that. But then I like I look at, you know, people like, oh, well, they haven't beaten anybody. Well, up until Sunday, the Titans were in the hunt for the one seed in the AFC, and they just properly shellacked them. They've already beaten the Cowboys. They have already beaten the Commanders. Right. They beat the living tar out of the Vikings. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, at least in the NFC, they've beaten their biggest competition already. Right. Yeah. I would I would say that Phillies they're gonna be the number one seed in the NFC. Because I mean they're they, they go to the Giants. Should be a win. They come to Chicago on the eighteenth. Should be a win. At Dallas on Christmas Eve. Host New Orleans, host the Giants. Maybe one loss in that. Right. But I don't see it. No, I don't either. I And I mean, they the, the storyline, he shut down Derrick Henry. Yep. And I, I think that's, again, that's your recipe for success against the Tennessee Titans. You shut that run game down, I feel like, you know, Tannehill torched the Packers, but that defensive secondary still is not very good. Um, but when you make Tannehill beat you with his arm, he just has not been consistently able to prove that he can do it. Now, on the flip side, Phillies, I, again, up until Sunday... It's almost seemed like a habit that they have to play in close games. And if you let a bad team stick around is one thing. If you let a good team stick around, that will eventually catch up to you. Right. And that's you know one of the things that I'm worried about with the Eagles. Yep. Is, hey, when you get into clutch time and you're letting these teams stick around and you have a quarterback who can make plays... That could eventually hurt you. Right. Um, speaking of a team that just eventually got burned, goal charges go. Yeah. This is a huge loss for the Chargers because, again, we've talked about this before. This These games against these type of teams like the, the Raiders, it's kind of like you you got to win these, these games. Yep. You have to have these games. And to lose that game... That hurts the Chargers. Well, and I think that, you know, what hurts the most is, okay, which, by the way, great song by Rascal Flats. Um, What's the most? Man, that was bad. Was that they were so close. And they had so much to say. But the playoffs just seemed to, to slip away. Yeah, I thought it was watching walk you away. walk away. Yeah. And never and I'm, like I, I, the I'm thing con- is is with this offense, how am I never knowing what could have been? Okay, we're, we'll, we'll stop. That. We'll, we'll stop. Now. Um, <laughs> um I, again, if they if they win that game against the Raiders, if no. they win the game against the Raiders, they're seven and five, and they are tied for that last playoff spot. Right. 
Now, now you're, you're going playing, to six and six. And now you're playing catch up against a, a stout AFC <laughs> division. And again, your next two Dolphins Titans. Yep. Like so again, and it's a game one that you should have won. Right. That shouldn't really have been close, but you kept you know a team can you just stick around long enough, and it's just, it's frustrating because that team has so much talent. Right. And what I wouldn't give for like a Chargers Bengals first round playoff game. Right. A Chargers Bills. First round playoff game. Right. But uh, unfortunately, it looks like the clock is going to run out. Um, speaking of running out, the uh, culture change of Jeff Saturday is over. And it, okay. Yeah. They're back to just getting rightfully smacked. That game was like almost comical. Really? That Sunday fourth night. quarter. By the way, NFL, here's a new You board. have a flex. Please. Please stop doing this to people. You had Chargers or, or Cincinnati, Kansas City. That is a no-brainer flex to Sunday night. Yep. No-brainer. Stop. Do better. And like, so you look this week. Okay, uh, early window. I, there's really nothing. That sticks out. I mean, I guess if you're going to flex from the early window, you might flex Eagles-Giants to Sunday night. Other than that, I would say Dolphins-Chargers, okay, for Sunday night. Then week 15, you roll in with three Saturday games, which Dolphins-Bills is the Saturday, uh, the end of that Saturday. But again, Giants-Commanders, yeah, that yes, yeah. on Sunday night. And then the week of Christmas... You have three games. But again, you look, you have the Eagles Cowboys on Christmas Eve. Why is that not Sunday night? Who plays on Sunday night? Bucks Cardinals. See, and that's like you look right. at it and it, it's just it's frustrating. Anyway, getting back to the game. Um Indy Indy got smacked. I mean, th- there's no nice way to put what happened. Like that fourth quarter was comical. A joke. And I, I here's the thing. Like in the third quarter, Indy's down two going into the fourth quarter. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll stay up. Right. And then so, I was flipping back and forth. Next thing I know, it's 34-19. Good night. Like yep. I, you're just done. Um, Indy's. I I think the biggest thing there is I don't know what their future is. That and I think and Crystal and I talked about it, uh, last on Sunday night. Just the absolute uncertainty in Indianapolis. From the quarterback to your head coach to the leadership, I feel like it is a nightmarish situation in Indianapolis right now. And if they don't get things figured out quick, it is not going to be pretty. No. Um, Speaking of not pretty... The New Orleans Saints end of game execution. Woof. You're up, was it 16-3? Yep, with like four and a half to go or something like that. And you lose. There were two plays that New Orleans threw the ball. Why are you throwing it? One got Dalton sacked and the other one 
he Dalton dropped in a ball to Taysom Hill across the middle that would have iced the game, and it was just a good, clean hit by Tampa Bay's defense. But to be in a third and seventeen situation anyway, yeah. Why are you throwing the ball? The only reason they were throwing the ball in that situation was because the two-minute warning was going to hit. Well, that's all well and fine. But you cannot take a sack in that situation. No. But And then the other thing is is that New Orleans is so one-dimensional. I mean, they, they only had 66 yards rushing the whole game. And that's just not going to be good enough against a defense like um, Tampa Bay. No. Like, you have to be multidimensional. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, kind of a vintage Tom Brady comeback type deal. Which, again, like, for nostalgia, it's kind of like, wow. Like, you forget. You quickly forget. You know, it's the same way with Aaron Rodgers for me a little bit. Just how dominant these dudes have been. Um, And I think on Sunday... With Tom, you saw a little bit of that those last four or five Monday, minutes. Monday, yeah. Or Monday. Well, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, whatever Just day like it the is. whole um, weekend was a little bit of a blur. Um, speaking of a blur, I'm going to come out and say it. Christian Watson is that next Green Bay wide receiver. He, he's the next one. I mean, the dude is... Off the charts. Athletic. And I think that in the next three years. He will be a top six wide receiver in the NFL. Um, I'll go first. Packers win. Uh, Our decades of dominance continues. Um, Again. like You and I talked about this. This game. The only meaningful thing. Is now that the Packers are the winningest franchise. And essentially... Everything like they don't have the most Super Bowls, but they have the most NFL championships. Um, I other than that, this game held no meaning. No, it was other than just the the fun little. He still finds ways to win games in Chicago. Um, It's almost like the Bears are playing to lose, though. I, you know, that thought crossed my mind. Like, it's 16-3, and I, the Bears were dominating the game. Mm-hmm. And I, then it was just all Packers in the second half. I think it was, all right, guys, we're going to play well in the first half, and then we're going to solidify our draft pick soli- you know, position. <laughs> We're gonna go out there and we're gonna lose. It just looks like that. It's yeah. Fun. It's um. I think overall, like I, okay, this game was what it was. Um. I I now really think that was Aaron Rodgers' last trip to Soldier Field. See, and I don't. I think, and I don't think it is a. I think he retires. Because the one thing I don't really see from him is a competitive fire anymore. Like if there if there's one team throughout his career, no matter what the records are that he's gotten up for, it's been the Bears. Right. 
You didn't see that. I just... I just don't think that he cares that much about winning football games this year. Like, they're they're out of it, basically. Yeah. But, I, I don't know. I just don't really... I don't think he's going anywhere, though. The, there's a reason the Packers gave him three years. He's he's there. He if he is coming back next year, he's your starting quarterback. Unfortunately, and, and I think the thing too, you look at the Packers. I think that it could very well be a like this was almost more of a because and again they have been plagued with injuries. More so than almost any other franchise in the NFL. And I know, well, every team goes through that. I I agree. But the pieces that they lost throughout the year have just... So maybe you chalk it up to that. You try to run it back, whatever. Um, But I I don't know. I mean, I again, here's where I'm going to come and just... I'm going to start asking questions now. Okay. For you. Okay. What is more important for the Bears rebuild? Because so in the second half, that defense kind of reverted to trash. They played really well in the first half. Correct. So I don't think that this defense can put together a full game. So I get question number one: where do you start? With your seven draft picks. Defensive line. Zero quarterback rushes. Zero quarterback hits. Aaron Rodgers was not touched one time in that game. Not and, once. And, and I think now my biggest concern for the Bears... We all know they need to go out. Because, okay, you have Justin Fields. You have either one of those running backs and they'll be fine. I still personally think... You have to stay with David Montgomery. You have Chase Claypool, who's not a one, but I think give a healthy, a full year in the system. Again, like people are like, oh, where's Claypool? What he's not putting up. Okay. Do you understand how hard it is to in the middle of an NFL season go to a completely new playbook with completely new language, a completely new play style? That's impossible. Yeah, there's a lot of times where you see Fields lining him up pre-snap. Like, there's a reason you have OTAs, you have minicamp, you have a full training camp. Training camp. I he it, yeah, asking him to jump in full year is impossible. He's still making plays, and he's banged up a little bit. Correct. Right? So I think there you have the cornerstones of a solid offense. This defense is where I'm very, very concerned. Yeah, and I think... Now, granted, the Bears' secondary this weekend trotted out, I think, four Walmart employees. It was horrible. Three, um, like, I, I don't even know. What, what do you Went want to call them? from Marshall Fields and Giordano's. Right, and said, yeah. hey, you want to play secondary? Because you got no Eddie Jackson. The two rookies are... Uh, Done. They got concussions. They're hurt. I think the back end is going to be okay when those guys are healthy. But no defensive line. I 
I, I I just I'm hoping the Bears just use all of their money and get two stout pass rushers, a uh, two good linebackers. I like Jack Sanborn though. Yeah. Rookie out of Wisconsin is playing phenomenal. He has like tw- twenty five more tackles than um than Roquan since Roquan going to Baltimore. Yep. So it's almost like okay, thank you. Another thing, everybody questioned the Bears getting a four for um Quinn. He goes on IR. Boom. Thank you. That, that's a win. They've won every trade that they've made. Yeah, I would say the only one that that people are questioning more often than not is the Claypool trade, but you reverted to it. you got to give this guy a full offseason to get – you know he's going to be working with Fields. Because offensive – like, the thing is, I think defensive players you can judge that year. Right. Because I, your defense is defense. Right. Offense with the language and the routes right. and the reads, that it's a completely different – Set of standards. Yes, I would agree. 100%. I, and that's where... So, in watching that game on Sunday, because it used to be okay. Like, we know the Bears are going to be okay, but they got to get Justin Fields more weapons. And yes, they need a couple more weapons on offense. But I think more than anything, the Chicago Bears have to retool that defense. Yes. And I think that that, for me, has to be the number one priority in the offseason. Again... You have so many draft picks. Right. You have, so And the thing is, you don't just have to draft. Use those as trade bait. Right. You I, Use those as trade collateral. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Bears. If the Bears are able to secure the second draft pick. Trade that. Trade back. Unless you really like the kid from Alabama, that defensive tackle. Like, if he is... If people are saying next Aaron Donald, like, okay... I'm in. Right. Get him. Just get him. But and if there's another guy who needed to trade up for a quarterback, perhaps Indianap- a CJ Stroud. An Indianapolis wants, Colts. You know. Who wants Stroud. Right. Then, okay, and they're still going to have a top 10 draft pick where you think you can still get your guy. Utilize that. Right. And they're saying, like, a team like Indianapolis, Detroit, which I have a hard time trading with an in-division rival, um, but... Trading up to get that number two slot if that's where the Bears end up, and offering you know their first, a second, and a and next year's first. Uh, yeah, we'll correct. Ta- we'll take it. Correct. You know, and um, again, I think it's all about you have to retool, but the at, defensive side. Of yeah, it. and again, w- at what point were we sitting here thinking, like, when's the last time we talked about the Bears retooling a defense? Right. Probably Lance Briggs, Briggs, Tillman, when they were on the back end of their career without Erlacher, was the last time the Bears defense really struggled. But, man, Josh, I just cannot talk enough about how fun it is to watch Justin Fields play quarterback. Yeah, I mean, that was it a 75-yard run that he broke off? or 56. 50? It seemed like a hundred and. 10 yard run to be honest um and people keep calling him a running back josh he threw two dots yeah i and i still i'm gonna go back to this and i've told you this before i need him to lead a game-winning drive yeah and i agree that that's something but again 
The it, one of the interception at the end of the game was not his fault. One of them wasn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. Um, I 150 percent agree with you. But also, it doesn't really have to happen, right? I think this is a good year for him to learn. But I think one week here at the end, you just got to get one to get his confidence up. Yeah. Because you had the game against Washington. Here's the thing. They're, they don't have one. No. They're the rest of the, they have the they, hardest they, they remaining don't. schedule in the NFL. And that's Eagles, fine with me. Bills, Lions, Vikings. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Not not good. I am perfectly okay with the Bears losing out. I really truly am. Lock up the two seed. Could you imagine if like the Texans win like two or three games? And then the Bears get the number one draft pick. Um Yeah, I just Again, to get, to kind of put a bow on the rivalry round table. And and here here's the thing. This is now okay on this new Bears regime. This is what you wanted. Right. How long do you give them with this rebuild? I give them two seasons. Not including this one. Right. So you have the next two years. Next year, you need to be 500. Yeah. And then you and you have to start competing, and you have to start winning some of these games. And you have to be an attractive place for free agents to go, especially with the amount of money and cap space that you have. And then the year after that, you have to be ready to contend. Yep. And so I think that's where we are. The Packers. I have no idea what direction we're going. I I honestly have no idea. And it it, it all revolves around one man. Correct. Do what do I think they need to do? Just rip the band-aid off, be done. Be done. It's not worth it anymore. Again, like you didn't see, I just I don't see any leadership with him anymore. I don't see that fire. I don't see that competitive side no. anymore. But Christian, there is a competitive side. Because much like Shakira. Our picks don't lie. First place. Yeah, it's first time, I think, ever this late in the season that I've been leading the picks. But it's only by one game. Yeah. So... And I count. I mean, we count the ties as losses because we're men. Yeah, that's what we do. I hate ties. It's stupid. So, Josh, your response to me being the leader in the clubhouse is to find another comfy chair in your house <laughs> to provide yourself with a comfy chair, so that I also got well, a comfy all right. chair. So, so here's we did a little rearranging. Yeah, we, we brought the computer down, and so sometimes when Katie's scrolling on the computer, I like to have this chair to play Xbox. Okay, sit, sit a little closer to the TV. Right, got to lean. Right, in. The, the lean. Right when when the uh, the uh, domination on. Cod's getting a little intense. Yeah, I've never. You know, you gotta lean in a little bit on that. 
Um, so we, we do. We, we brought the downstairs. Yeah. Or the upstairs office chair. That's okay. Downstairs. I'll allow it. Um, hey, you have to pot in style, okay? We yeah. both, you know, need the nice, the stitch work on the let. We need it. Right. Our, spoil yourselves. Yes. Yeah. Um, a pretty small slate of games this week. Yeah. Um, lots of teams on buys. Yeah. Including... Both of our teams. Both of our teams. Uh, Very on, relaxing on weekend. Correct. Going to be lots of red zone. Uh, yeah. You, you're getting nitty gritty time for fantasy football. Correct. I, I have clinched in the LR Weekly League. Yeah. I um, The exact opposite. Okay. Um, Are you dead? I, I don't know if I'm dead, but I might as well be. Um, okay. The, the team just... He, here's what I will say, Okay. About this. On paper, at the beginning of the year, we were picked third at the beginning of the year. Okay. And then, you know, the whole... Because Russell Wilson was slated to have a huge year in Denver. Right. Okay. Well, that was a bust. Which then busted Jerry Judy, Jamal Williams tore the ACL... So it just, you know, it didn't really work out for the squad. You take the good with the bad, or not Jamal, Javante. You take the good with the bad. I mean, overall, like, it it, it just wasn't a great year. Right. Um. Oh, yeah, You're, you, you are dead. It, it, okay. You're dead. Five you and know. eight, dead. So right now, though, we got. I think we got to talk really quick. Just really. For sure. LR Weekly League. So Brett... One well has a chance to win the black division, and then then the blue division. Um, I don't know. Who, Peyton is that Peyton Jackson Peyton. Mahomes dance yep. party, um, or partner or whatever. Yes, he, it is. Yeah, he won the division. Jason and I have also locked up playoff spots. So there are two, I believe, playoff spots that are still up for grabs. Um. So you're looking at as of right now, if the playoffs started today, you have Nick Taylor, my neighbor, who's in, and Crystal, who is in. But still, we got your dad mm-hmm. that is fighting for that playoff spot. Yep. So you have him, you have Dan Shergan, one of my good friends. Fighting for that playoff spot. And then Peyton's brother Brandon. Fighting for that playoff spot. Those are the last three that have opportunities. Or sorry, the last... So right now there's four people fighting for two spots. Five people fighting for two spots. Nick, Dan, your dad, Crystal, Brandon Ball, and that's it. So those All coming down... To this week. This right. is the last week of the regular season. Right. Of fantasy football. And yes. again, this is awesome. And then just really quick shout out to the league that I I or that I'm in with a bunch of my buddies from high school. I started out 0 and 6. I am now 7 and 6 and baby. leading my division. That a boy. So talk about started from the bottom. Now, now we hear. Um, that's kind of like my picks, so let's ride, baby. That's okay. Let's go. I uh, first game Vegas and the Rams. Uh, just 
Are you sure it's not Oakland? You didn't say okay. Oakland. Right? I haven't said Oakland in a while. Yeah. Like I might actually uh, figure this out. Yeah, figure this whole NFL thing out. What a stinker of a Thursday night game. By the I way, mean, can, have we sat here and said what an exciting Thursday night game other than the Thanksgiving Day games? I don't think so. Like maybe Buffalo, yeah. New England, oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But otherwise... Amazon, you wasted your money. Bezos, you wasted your money. Shocker. Garbage. Have you not seen what you get on Thursday night? (laughs) Garbage. Um, Yeah, I'm going Vegas as well. You said you're... Yeah, yeah. And Um, uh, Rams are... Baker Mayfield maybe on Thursday night? Maybe. That'd be... Yeah. Playoff-wise... Huge game. They don't get much bigger. Uh, Jets and Buffalo. Buffalo... At ten and or nine and a half point favorites at home, again, I yes, I think the Bills are a much better team. However, the Jets just have found ways to stay in ball games. I like the Bills to win, but while good teams might win, great teams cover. Look for the Jets to cover in this one. I'm going Buffalo, but I really want to take the Jets. I just feel like this is a game where that defense is going to play very well on the road, but I just don't think Mike White has what it takes to win in Buffalo against that crowd. Uh, Give me Buffalo. But again, I agree with you, Josh. I think the Jets cover. Moving on, Texans and Cowboys. I Boy, uh, this is the biggest line I have seen all year. 17. Set and I think it's small. Give me Dallas by a billion. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm rolling with Dallas. I don't again, is this spread strictly on the fact that they just dis- dismantled the Colts on Monday night? Right. Um I like Dallas. I like Houston. This is a game if you like to tease the line. Uh-huh. You might want to tease this line in Houston's. I don't. I just don't see Houston losing by more than twenty one. Um, but give me Dallas. But I, I think, I think Dallas really has a chance to cover. I the shocking line for me, Cincinnati and Cleveland. Cincy only being six point favorites. In right. That, I think they're rolling. I think they're getting healthy. Give me Cincinnati. Yeah, I I like Cincinnati as well. I don't think Deshaun really. Showed us anything now. Granted, there's an opportunity that he might come out and play phenomenal in a big game against Cincinnati, but I just think Cincinnati's getting healthy at the right time. You get Jamar Chase back, there's a good chance you get Joe Mixon back this week, and then you are rolling. Granted, they did lose a, a good weapon in tight end Hayden Hurst, but I just I like this Cincinnati football team. Um, how is the number two seed in the NFC? Road, like how are they underdogs? Now, when I was waiting for you because I typed this up at work and I was like, I wonder if Josh is going to think I made a, a mistake. But it's gone so viral online well, right and now. Here's the thing: it's now a two and a half Detroit line. It, the line is Detroit minus two and a half. Detroit's playing good football, Josh. I, like I, I get, I know. But there's not a single part of me that thinks they're going to beat Minnesota. So I am taking 
Sorry about that. I got a phone call. <laughs> I am taking the Vikings. A little, a little frazzled after a, yeah, a hey, phone after call a on phone the call. A full call at on nine the pod. at night. Um, I'm I'm rolling with Vegas. Vegas, Josh. Vegas knows something. Vegas knows. I'm going Detroit. I think Detroit. This is a huge game. I think this might be the most hyped crowd. This is definitely going to be like a main TV game on Sunday for me. Yeah. Uh, I think Detroit's crowd is going to be hyped for this game again. Detroit has not seen their logo in the hunt in a very, very long time. This is a meaningful game for Detroit in December. Again, something they have not seen in a long time. They're going to get up for this game, and I think it's going to be a very competitive game, and I think Detroit wins it. Uh, the Titans are going to be Jacksonville. I think Tennessee wins this game, and I think Derrick Henry has over 120 yards. That's rushing. very safe. Uh, now, Christian, it is time to fly, Eagles, fly, on the road to victory. Uh, Eagles, Giants, huge game of playoff implications. Um, I like the Eagles to hold serve. Yeah, I like the Eagles as well. Uh, again, they had one slip up against the Commanders, and outside of that, they've been playing phenomenal football again. Uh, they struggled against the Colts, but I just think that Philly has what it takes to contend, and this is a game against a division rival that you have to win, and I think they will, again, on the road in New York. Baltimore goes to the Steel City to take on Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Stillers. Uh, again, a little bit of a surprising line here, but again, with Lamar being out, uh, Pittsburgh, three-point favorites on this one. And honestly, like you take Lamar out of this equation, Pittsburgh at home, I think, can squeak out and get the job done. I'm rolling with Baltimore. Um, and the only reason I'm rolling with Baltimore is because uh, I think that this team is good enough to withstand a Lamar Jackson injury. Um, again, you really look at this game and you look at the defensive side of the ball. The Steelers are playing very good football, but I think the Ravens have what it takes to withstand this injury and get a win on Sunday. Tampa and San Francisco, um, again, Tampa's defense against whoever is Brock Purdy might not be too Purdy. Right. Like, I mean, let's not. Um, I actually, I'd like Tampa to go on the road and steal a win here. Yeah, I like San Francisco. I don't think it matters who the quarterback is when you can dink and dunk the ball to guys like CMC like Debo, yep. like Ayuk. You can get you don't need a quarterback to go out there and throw 35, 40 yard passes to win you a football game. Your defense is incredible. As we saw with Tampa Bay on Monday night, struggles against a good defense on the offensive side of the ball. Uh I like San Francisco at home. Carolina and Seattle. Uh Carolina's a mess. Must-win game for Seattle. Give me the 12th man. Yeah, I like the 12th man at home against a Carolina team that's beat up with not a lot to play for. Miami and the Chargers. Uh, go, Chargers, go. Again, like, okay, Tua's situation. Uh, Cross-country, Chargers still technically in the playoff hunt. 
Go Chargers, go on Sunday night. Ooh, I like Miami in this one. Again, I think Tua plays. I think he plays well. I think they bounce back from the loss. Give me Miami on the road. Oh, Monday night. Ooh, curveball. Outside corner. No, I'm taking Arizona in this game. And the only reason I'm taking Arizona in this game is because I like Hopkins and Murray and James Conner to come out and play well against that New England defense. And I think they do enough to win the football game. So we got a a few different picks here. I was a little worried, like nine out of the first ten, they picked the exact same. So we do have some differences there. Um well, folks, that's going to wrap it up here on week 14. Lots of you. This will be your fantasy football uh, regular season finale. Um, but I, oh, I almost forgot the lock. Yeah. I almost forgot the lock. Yeah. I was like, are we going to lock it up? We'll lock it up. All right. What's your lock? Kansas City minus nine. Ooh. Uh, my lock of the week is going to be San Francisco minus four. All right. Now with that. Yeah. Um, it, it's been good to be back. Yeah, back. Um, I do like this comfy chair, though. It's, I, it's, it's a nice chair. Yeah. I, next, it's a nice Mountain Dew drinking chair. Yeah, and uh, I'd like uh, next week to suggest that we get the uh, candle burning. Oh, we didn't have the candle. Yeah, I do like when we yeah. get the little bit of the Russell candle yes. burning on a good Tuesday, Wednesday I, night. I, yeah, I don't. Need, next week is just we have middle school PCC next week. I, I don't even know which way is up. Uh, next week, so we'll we'll figure it out. We yeah, always we're a hey, we're closing we always in get, on break on break. The line's at the end of the tunnel. We've all you and I have already made break plans. That's right. That, which is that we'll talk more about that as we get closer. But from all of us to all of you, enjoy week fourteen.